Today we are doing something different. Yay! I just actually decided this today. We we're shooting some podcasts and I said, we're going to do something different today. So here we go. This is something that I do on my morning calls. And I used to do this every Friday. I would pick up a book and then pick up a random page and we would just study it together and I would share my thoughts on it. So here we go. But first, as always... Welcome to Possibilities. With me, Hannah Kahn, I'm a peak performance coach. I help you create a life that you love through ease, joy, and fun. And I'm excited to invite you into a little glimpse of what a morning call looks like. So I usually pick up a book and what I brought today was Neville Goddard. And I will literally just take a paragraph and this is what we do on my morning calls. And I'll just read it and then I will share my thoughts on it. So he says here, this is in Sealed Instructions in Awakened Imagination. He says, what is it, what a comfort it is to know that all I experience is the result of my own standard of beliefs. And sometimes I have to have a pause. Sometimes with the pauses, the, um, the clients wonder if the call dropped because they're that dramatic. But sometimes I just have to take this in. Like, listen to this. All that I experience is the result of my own standard of belief. If you knew that all that you experienced is the result of your own standard of belief, what do you choose to believe? And the fact that you can choose your beliefs, so good. I am the center of my own web of circumstances. And that as I change, so must my outer world. So I am the center of my own web of circumstances. And that as I change, so as I am changing, my web of circumstances are changing. Everything outside of me is changing. And this reminds me of a concept that I talked about, I don't know, it's in one of the episodes, reported world versus created world. When you start to really tap into this, you're leaning into the created world because you're realizing that you are creating it, whether you are aware that you're creating it or not. The world presents different appearances according to our states of consciousness. This is why I had said in a previous episode, when somebody had come to my event and they were not happy with it, they had a whole different experience than many of the other people there because it was determined by their state of consciousness. So what we see when we are identified with the state cannot be seen when we are no longer fused with it. And what is meant by a state? What is meant is that all that a person believes and consents to as true. So what have you decided is true for you? Think of your goal right now. Think of it. Have you decided that that is possible for you? Have you decided that it is available for you to have? Have you decided that you can believe that it is true in 10 years? You can believe that it's true in five years. You could believe it's true in three years, but you cannot consent to it being true in one year. 
So no idea, he goes on to say, presented to the mind can realize itself until the mind accepts it. So this is a big part of the work that I do with my clients. Because when people ask, how long does it take for me to create, to manifest what I desire? The answer is, how fast can you accept what it is that you want and believe it to be true? And when I say accept it and believe it, I mean that you have no doubt so let's say your goal, like think of your goal, and I'll just use this as an example. Let's say it's like, I want to be a millionaire. I want to be a millionaire this year. Do you believe that? Do you accept that? Is there any part of you that's like, oh no, that's bullshit. That's not going to happen. Is there any part of you that's resistant to that? So this is what I've seen as a difference in my clients and even in my colleagues. For some, they need a lot of repetition to help get that belief into the subconscious. There are others that can accept it like that. When it's in the subconscious, that's when you're starting to act that way, which means that it depends, like when it will be realized is how fast can you accept it to be true for you? It depends on the acceptance, the state that which we are identified, how things present themselves. Oh my God, this is so good. Okay. So it depends on the acceptance. So when you've accepted the state that you're identified, now remember you're in charge of the web of circumstances. Now things are going to present themselves in a way that is commiserate with the what you are identified with. So if you're identified with lack, scarcity, things never work out for you, that is what is going to present itself to you. In the fusion of imagination and states is to be found the shaping of the world as it seems. So you are fusing your state your belief of what you consent to be true. Now you're also using your imagination to be in that because let's say you consent to be true that you are a millionaire. In your physical world, you do not see that. You do not see that in the bank account. You do not see that amount coming in every month, but you're fusing with it in your imagination. When you're doing this, you are now shaping the world. The world is a revelation of the states with which imagination is fused. So the world, your world, is a revelation of what is happening in your mind from your beliefs and your imagination. It is the state from which we think that determines the objective world in which we live. So this is why I say we don't want to think of the goal. We want to think from the goal. You want to go to where your goal exists, to where it is energetically. Just like if you wanted to listen to classical music right now, you would go to where classical music is playing. If you go to, I don't know, um, a coffee shop and you want to get onto their Wi-Fi, you are going to find that connection. You're not going to go to Starbucks and try to connect to a Tim Hortons Wi-Fi or a Dunkin' Donuts Wi-Fi. You are going to go to the frequency of where 
the Wi-Fi is so that you can connect to it. So the rich man, the poor man, the good man, the thief are what they are by virtue of the states from which they view the world. Individually so different, but in the same world. So outer reforms, when you look at somebody and you think, oh man, I would love what they have. I would love the type of relationships they have. I would love the lifestyle they have. And you are trying to change things to match to their outer state without doing the inner work. It is useless. He says here, outer reforms are useless if the inner state is not changed. Success is gained not by imitating the outer actions of the successful, but by right inner action and inner talking. So this is why if you have the opportunity, if there's somebody in your industry that you would love to be like, maybe they're the top 1% in your industry, and you have an opportunity to have a conversation with them, many people will ask them, oh, like, what do you do in a day? How many calls do you make? Let's say, let's say if this person is in sales. But I want to invite you to ask them questions about what do they think? So that you can lean into their inner speech. Because what you want is for your inner talk to match the inner talk of the person with your goal. You can even ask yourself right now, does your inner talk match the inner talk of the person with their goal? I'm going to tell you the story that Neville tells that he talks about when it comes to um, his mentor. So Neville was mentored by this Ethiopian rabbi in New York. His name was Abdullah. Abdullah and Neville became close. And Neville told Abdullah that he wanted to go to Barbados. That's where Neville was from, Barbados, for the holidays. And so Abdullah, so this is what I mean by accepting the belief. Abdullah said to Neville, okay, you are in Barbados. You are in Barbados at the holidays. Abdullah did not say to Neville, okay, well, let's just create a flow chart. Let's create a plan. Like, what is that going to look like? Okay, so you've got to do this that this step, this step, and this step. Remember what I said, how fast can you accept it? Abdullah accepted it right away and said, okay, you're in Barbados. And he said, what I want you to do now is go to bed tonight in your father's home. When you look out at the streets of New York, see Barbados, don't see New York, be there now, get into the feeling of it now, because feeling is the secret. So Neville was doing that. But back then in the day, like this is the 30s during the depression, he had no money. Back then, you had to take a ship. And obviously, you would have to, if you're going to make it home for the holidays, like there's like a ship that you need to get on. And the time is coming and he's like, Abdullah, this is not working. Um, I've been thinking about it, but I think I need to change the time and not plan to go back for the holidays. Well, Abdullah had had it. Abdullah was like, who said you are going to Barbados? You are in Barbados. 
And Neville says, Abdullah's not even happy for me anymore. Like, and he went and he slammed the door. So a couple of days later, later, Neville receives a letter from his brother saying, I've bought you a ticket to come to Barbados. And you'll be traveling first class, all of that. Now, he did go to Barbados, and you can look up this story. He did go to Barbados, and he went first class, and he went for a few months. When you would look at that, you may think, well, oh, the brother sent a ticket. But that was something that Neville created by holding the belief that he was there. You don't have to know how. In Neville's world, he did not have enough money to go. He could not have gone when he looked at his current circumstances. But he created a connection in which his brother was made the decision to have the whole family home for Christmas that Christmas. What happens between you deciding what, the, what it is that you desire and now you're thinking from the state and then seeing it in the physical is what is called the bridge of incidents. But you can't know the bridge of incidents looking forward. You can only know it looking back. And that's something Steve Jobs says. You connect the dots looking back. So this is how I learned to study when I learned to study with my mentor, Bob Proctor. This was it. We'd literally take a paragraph or a page and really integrate it and understand it. So here's the next step that I want to leave with you, because this is what I would do. I would then say, okay, so in this piece of work, we were talking about, does my inner talk match the talk of the person with the goal, their inner talk? And now I would do some work around that. And if the answer is no, I would say, okay, what would be the inner talk from the, from the perspective of having the goal? And from that place, what would I need to believe? How would I be showing up? And what would my actions be? So I hope you've loved that. I love doing this. This is what we do Monday to Friday with my clients. You can find out more by going to my website about all of the things that we have to offer because we're expanding it more and more. And as always, download, subscribe, rate, review, do all the things, and I will see you here next time. <laughs>